from the Credit Union National Association. This is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. During Women's History Month, people celebrate and reflect on the courage of women in past generations and celebrate how their efforts afforded women the opportunities and freedoms they have today. I'm Jennifer Plager, Managing Editor with CUNA News. I recently spoke with Jemana McDad, Executive Vice President and Chief Strategy and Innovation Officer at One Detroit Credit Union, and Casey Cusera, Chief Financial Officer at Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union in Metairie, Louisiana. McDad and Cusera spoke about Women's History Month, women who have inspired them, their roles as leaders, mentoring the next generation of female leaders, and more. First, McDad shared how her sister's advice to control what you can has impacted her throughout her career. Jamana, can you tell me a little bit about your background and how you ended up where you are today at One Detroit Credit Union? Sure. So I grew up in Canada and uh, I started in the retail industry. So in my teens, I worked in retail and obviously that wasn't sustainable because um, my entire check would go towards buying clothes at the place that I worked. And my sister at the time was working at a bank and she actually said, hey, you know, they have a summer intern job as a teller. And I decided to take that. And I love being a teller. And slowly I started moving up the ladder. I became the assistant manager and then branch manager at that bank. And then uh, probably about 15 years ago, I moved to Michigan and I started applying for jobs and I got called to do an interview at a credit union. They called me back. They said, hey, you know what? You're in, you're the branch manager. And a couple of years after that, I was overseeing the branch as well as the contact center. So I had about uh, 16 employees that were reporting to me at the time. And then from there, a couple of years later, I got promoted as the assistant vice president of sales. And uh, I was serving on the executive team. And then a few years later, an opportunity opened up as the chief strategy officer at One Detroit Credit Union. And one of my friends called me and said, hey, this position looks like it's down your wheelhouse. And I decided to do it. And so probably about a year and a half ago, I got my promotion as the executive vice president for One Detroit Credit Union. And what do you do today? So I am the executive vice president slash chief strategy and innovation officer. It's, it's a long one. And basically, I oversee all the departments of the credit union. I oversee human resources, branches, sales, service, finance, compliance, IT. I know I'm missing a few, but I oversee all the departments. You're a female and you're in a leadership role. What does that mean to you? It really makes me very proud of being a female in the leadership role. There's a lot of challenges that comes with being a female in the leadership role. And I will tell you throughout my career, when you know I'd get a call back to say, you got this position or we want to promote you, I would really have to think twice about it. Because obviously the challenge that we women face is how do I balance working? How do I balance being a mom? How do I balance being a wife? How do I balance my kids' events at school and being there for them? And then you have all these add-ons, right? Your child might be sick. You might have to take care of your parents at some point. 
So I've always had to take a step back and think about, can I do this? Can my work schedule and my life schedule work out? I remember a time that I was interviewing. They actually asked me, I disclosed that I just had a newborn. And they actually asked me, they said, how do you think you're going to be able to manage this schedule? And do you happen to have help with your child? And at the time, you know, I didn't know much about human resources. And I I just answered it. I said, well, yeah, I got my mom and I think she can help me. I'll have to ask her. And so I went home and I thought, gosh, I really need to think about this, you know, because I have a newborn at home. I called my mom. I said, can you help? This is a great career opportunity for me. So those are some of the challenges that I felt that I struggled with throughout my career path. Looking at the way that you work today and the way that you lead today, how would you define your your leadership style and, and how do you kind of make that work with some of those challenges that you you've just talked about? I will say I don't have one set leadership style. I really tailor my leadership style to my team. Everyone has their own personality. Everyone works differently with me. I am a hands-off leader. I like to empower my team. That's very important for me. They come to me with an issue. I like to be very solutions-oriented, but I turn it around to them. You know, I say, what would you do? What's the solution that you want to come up with? I love coaching. That's extremely important for me. I'm the type of leader that really cares about the work-life balance. My team, actually, I have about nine leaders that report to me. Seven of them are women who have kids. So they know I am very flexible with their schedule. They know that, you know what, if they need to drop their son or their daughter off at school, they need to be part of an event. I'm the one that advocates for that because that's extremely important. I want them to have a peace of mind working. The other type of leadership style that I have is I can be a tough leader and I like to push my team outside of their comfort zone. And I've actually been thanked for that. So that's kind of some of the the leadership styles that I have. Now, March is Women's History Month. What does this month mean to you or is it just kind of another month on the calendar? You know, it's, uh, it is an important month and it's an exciting month for me. We get to celebrate past and present women that have actually paved the way for other women leaders. And it inspires me to hear their stories. It inspires me to hear their challenges and how they work through a lot of those challenges. And really what it does for me, I think we need to celebrate it every month for the strong women out there. But I think what it does for me It gives me a minute to reflect on myself and who I am today as a woman leader and as someone who was faced with these challenges and where I am today. I'm very proud of where I am today. You mentioned, you know, past and present female leaders. Is there a woman in history that you kind of look up to or has inspired you? You know, I like Michelle Obama a lot. She was the first African-American first lady. And I think that's a lot of pressure for her. And I think she had to work through tons of challenges, kind of getting bashed in the media about her role and being able to overcome that. And she has two beautiful young ladies that she was trying to pave the way and be a leader for. The one thing that I like about her too, she's an advocate for poverty, education, 
healthy eating. She has all these different initiatives. And the main one that I like is she has an initiative for young women obtaining higher education. So those are areas that are really dear to my heart. And uh, I do look up to her and, you know, believe it or not, now she's still doing what she does. She's continued on that path. She hasn't stopped. Nothing's really stopped her. So where do you turn for, for advice or or guidance when you're going through, maybe you come upon a challenge in your, in work or a personal issue that you're like, I just need some advice. Where or who do you turn to for that advice and guidance? I think I'm very lucky to be surrounded by a lot of strong women leaders in the industry. So I do turn to them for, you know, some professional advice, but I will say my main person is my older sister. She's a tough cookie. (laughs) She's been through a lot of challenges and uh, I truly feel that she's actually paved the way for me. I always call her up. She's the one person that I can count on to listen and talk me off the ledge when I need it. Her famous words for me, and really, if you can look at my text messages with her, is control what you can. And sometimes I get frustrated when she says it, but I reflect and I say, I think to myself, gosh, she's right. I'm going to control what I can. What solutions do I have? Here are the solutions. Now I actually go back to my team and I use those words. Well, let's talk about the situation. What can we control? Here's what we can control. Let's work on that solution. And so I love my sister dearly. And not only is she my sister, she truly is the mother figure as well in our households. I have two moms going on. (laughs) When you're reading stuff, you hear a lot about mentoring and how it's important and why it should be done and, and why people should find a mentor. From your perspective, what, why is mentoring young professionals, especially young females, why is that important? And, and what's your experience with mentoring? Mentoring is so important, especially like you're saying for the young female professionals. I think it's a time for supporting growth. It's encouragement and accountability without judgment. You know, it's important for us to make it clear that, hey, I'm mentoring you. This is a time when I'm mentoring you. The mentor is a trusted ally for the mentee. And I think that's extremely important. And I think it's a lot of hard work on both ends. I remember a time when I mentored a young lady a few years back, and I actually had to have this hard conversation with her to let her know, I'm feeling that it's one-sided. I'm feeling I'm trying to work with you, but you're not reciprocating the hard work. And you know what? She thanked me for it. She said, you know, you're absolutely right. And it is two ways. It's a two-way street. You got to work on their strengths and their weaknesses. And you as a mentor actually even learn from the mentee as well. And it's It's really important, but it's also important to put it out there that this is a mentoring time and there's no room for judgment. There will not be any judgment. And I still get mentored by my sister, as we talked about. Other than that great piece of advice from your sister about, you know, control what you can control. What's the best piece of advice you've gotten either from a mentor or someone else? And how has it guided you in your career? When I had a promotion opportunity, I was so scared. I was so nervous. It was an area that I've never done before. And, you know, I actually turned it down and 
I remember this one individual coming in my office and saying, listen, you know, you tell me you have a career path. You tell me you want change and you want to move up the ladder. We are giving you this opportunity. You need to be okay with change. You cannot be complacent in what you do. You can't be complacent at home. You can't be complacent with your family. You can't be complacent at work. This is what's going to get you to move forward. And we really, we discussed the pain points. And the main thing that I came up with was I was scared. I was scared of change. And I took the position. It was very uncomfortable the first few months, but then it became natural. And I felt that, wow, this is one of the best positions that I've taken. What was I thinking? So sometimes those scary moments and scary things can actually end up benefiting you and helping you in the long run. Absolutely. I grew as a person personally and professionally. And then finally, what kind of advice do you have for young females in the credit union movement, whether they're kind of maybe mid-level on the cusp of being a manager type person or someone just starting out like like you did as a, you know, part-time teller? I would say show up, show up to everything, whether you have a seat at the table or not. I hear that a lot from, you know, those up and coming young professionals is that I don't have a seat at the table. It doesn't matter today that you don't have a seat at the table with everything that you do assume that you actually have a seat at the table. Come with your opinions. Come with your advice. Don't be complacent. And also surround yourself around strong leaders because you will become who you surround yourself around. Very similar to your friends. You become who your friends are. So I would say network. And and there's a lot of amazing leaders in our industry. And I'm very fortunate to know tons of them. And I really do feel that they have helped me through my career path as well. Casey Cusera talks about the role mentorship has played in her career. Casey, what's your credit union story? How did you end up where you are today? And and what is your primary role today? So today I'm the CFO at Jefferson Financial Credit Union in the New Orleans area. I grew up in, in the area and went to school at Tulane in New Orleans and graduated in finance and got a job in the financial field. And um, it was right before the 08 crisis. So things were a little challenging in that area at the time. And after being laid off, I um, quickly switched focus to accounting. And a friend of mine had mentioned that there was an opening in a credit union, a local credit union. And at the time, I didn't really know what a credit union was. So learned a little bit more, joined with the credit union at Jefferson Financial. And that gave me the opportunity to learn more about the mission of the credit union, the values that I found that over the years that those values have, they align with my own personal values because I do have a passion for helping people and that's what we do. Now, Casey, March is Women's History Month. And last year you were honored as the Finance Council's Influencer of the Year, which honors a person who has achieved prominence and influence within the industry and is poised to lead the industry in the future. What's that mean to you, especially as a female in, in the finance kind of role? Yes, I, th- I think I have a um, big shoes to fill there. Um, as a female in a leadership role, I think there are some unique challenges, especially for me personally, yeah, balancing family and work is one of those that comes to the top of those. And um, as a mother of young children, you know, your work day doesn't end at 
at the end of the day, when you clock out, you know, that's just kind of just the beginning there. So there are always a lot of extra pressures. So I find that sharing that with staff and having flexibility gives you the empathy to, to be able to relate to others and to share experiences with other women uh, leaders. I guess my approach to leadership is kind of a servant leadership approach or leading by example. So I think it's important to empower and to build trust amongst your team. And where do you go for advice and guidance? So I have a, a very strong network of people who I turn to both in and out of the industry. And I think it's pretty special that our industry has a um, somewhat unique in our history and we have a strong female leadership culture. So that's definitely very helpful. There are a lot of strong women within the industry who I've turned to, who I've met throughout the years through our local league, through the CUNA Finance Council and other conferences and events who I'll turn to for guidance. I also have uh, part of a local women's group of local accounting and financial professionals and other industries, various industries. And that's a great organization who I can get advice, kind of more general advice um, in my field. And I have a super smart group of college and post-grad friends who offer a lot of guidance and, and advice. And let's talk about mentoring a little bit. Why is it so important? And, and did you have a mentor as you started your career or going through your career? And, and do you currently serve as a mentor for anybody? I value mentorship. And I've had a variety of mentors, I guess, throughout my career. I think it's um, definitely a great way to grow and empower our employees as a mentor and also as a mentee, a great way to grow as a mentor. It's kind of a two-way street. So you have the, it's a great means for self-improvement as well, uh, because you, your knowledge transfer goes both ways. And I I think that when looking for a mentor, I think it's important to find someone and kind of what I did is my approach was to find someone who I've. I value how they modeled leadership and asked them, hey, would you, you know, would you mind maybe spending some time in my development? So in most cases, people will say yes, because they they have a you know willingness to share their knowledge and lead you uh, as well. So. And what's the best piece of advice you've gotten from either a mentor or somebody else in your life? I think the best piece of advice kind of a to sum it up there is um, to have confidence in your abilities and your ideas to follow your passion and to never stop learning. And going back to Women's History Month, is there a particular woman in history that you you kind of look up to? Yeah, I guess it may sound cheesy, but I'd probably have to answer um, off the top of my head, probably my mom. She's um, been a great example for me and something I'd like to do for my daughter is to, to be an example for her in the professional field. And what advice do you have for young professionals, particularly women who are either in finance or in some other area in the credit union? What kind of advice would you have for them? Just kind of the same thing to stay true to your passion. I, I know that the those involved in the credit union movement are typically, they have that innate passion and willingness to help others. So just to stay true to that, have confidence in what you believe in and, and your ability to do that and just keep moving. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. 